All right. You're listening to the Go Get Em Show with Emily Murphy. So we are here to pop. You are. When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Man, I feel like a woman. Are you ready to drop the excuses and focus on results? Then you're in the right place. Each week, we'll talk health, weight loss, habits, and motivation. Let's go. We're back, and this is Emily with the Go Get Em Show on Florida Man Radio. So we were talking before the break about the signs and symptoms that you may be experiencing if you are facing burnout or being emotionally drained. So we talked about feeling restless and on edge and irritable. I also wanted to talk about your appetite changing because I think this is a major player in where our metabolic function and where you might start to see stress-induced weight gain happening. And when we look at these things, we think, you know, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Is it that we were eating the things that weren't so optimal and and helping our stress response in our body? Or was it that our stress became such a major part of what was happening every day, right? And cortisol is running through our system and we're not able to regulate our central nervous system, bring our bodies and our brains back to a relaxed state enough that we're not just in a fat storage mode constantly. Um, We override feelings of hunger. We don't recognize when we're not hungry, we eat when we're around other people. It's like, what, what comes first? You know, the, the things that we were eating that aren't serving us or are all these habits leading us to make choices that keep our body in a state of just constant turmoil and not being able to metabolically function at a higher performance. So our appetite changes. What does that mean? Well, you may think back to a point in your life where food wasn't an issue for you. You ate when you were hungry or you ate at meal times and you didn't eat when you weren't hungry. Now, it's funny because if you think about this as somebody who may be focused on food a lot now, or a lot of times I I work with women who have been chronic dieters. They are always thinking about food and what what is in the food, how much the food they can eat, how much they shouldn't eat. And then they also think about the times where they're likely to binge eat and have no control around food. So I really urge you to think about a time in your life where none of that mattered. And I know for some of you, there's there might not be that time because this goes back so far. But for some of you, I know that you'll be able to think about a time where it just didn't matter. You woke up, you ate breakfast if you were hungry, you got on with your day, you ate the next time you were hungry or around a lunchtime, and things were normal. And then... We reach a state in our life, I feel like, after working with so many women over the years, where life and stress take over. And a lot of times I work with women who will say that they have no appetite in the morning. They can't eat. This is a huge red flag. It can show us that there are nutrition deficiencies. It can also 
tell us that your body is so used to riding on cortisol and running on this higher vibe and extreme level. You wake up in the morning and I'm sure the first thoughts in your brain have something to do with that long to-do list I've been talking about. And we override those hunger feelings. And, and soon enough, they become something that is, is non-existent. It's not even a feeling that you have to override anymore. It just becomes a habit. And this is the way you live, just as you get up and brush your teeth in the morning. Now you get up and you do the things and breakfast doesn't become part of that. But usually you're so tired that coffee becomes part of that. We dump a bunch of caffeine in our system. We put coffee into our gut and that comes along with probably some cream and sugar and all the things. And we actually, we get a boost of serotonin and, and our brain lights up because of the caffeine, because of the sugar. And we learn that that's the new normal. And it starts to change our appetite. As we go through our day, we suppress more feelings of hunger. We use the cortisol to override things. And at night, when we finally get a chance to take a break and calm down, we start to realize we're hungry. And when our physiological function kicks in, right, and knows that there's food in the pantry and in the refrigerator, that you're a few steps away from feeling better, feeding yourself, giving yourself nutrition, there is no limit. There is no on-off switch. So when you turn, you know, when you open the floodgates and allow yourself to eat, you don't feel like you have any control. And now you think that there are urges and cravings, and you need willpower to change this behavior that soon also becomes a habit, just like not eating became a habit in the morning. Now it becomes a habit that you overeat and overindulge and overconsume at night. This then starts to affect your sleep. And we don't usually sleep well when we eat um, without about a two-hour break before bed. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not somebody believes that you need to start fasting at night or anybody that eats after whatever the number is that you've heard in the fitness industry, diet industry, 6, 7, 8 p.m. Don't eat after those hours or you won't burn fat. No, that's not how we work. But we do sleep better when we have about a two-hour break between our food and when we actually lay down and go to bed. When we don't sleep well, what happens in the morning to our bodies again, we run higher on our blood sugar, our energy is lower, we're reaching for the caffeine and the things, and it's harder to make better decisions Like in the back of our minds, we know that it's probably healthy that we should eat breakfast. But again, we start overriding the things that we know are okay so we can just go to do the things that we think have to get done. And we get stuck in these cycles. So this changes our new patterns of of how we eat. It doesn't take long because habits are really easy to form when there are rewards in place. So in the morning when we're reaching for the coffee and it's full of cream and sugar and exactly how we like it, and I know that this is so important, it's one of the biggest parts of my program that we go through in the beginning. Everyone says, I'll change whatever, I'll do whatever. Uh, Please don't take away my coffee, please. It's such a unique thing to everybody. 
it can actually just be harming us. And I don't take coffee away from anybody. I promise. That's not, uh, it's not something that I'm here to do. But we've got to figure out a way that it doesn't set your body and your blood sugar and your brain up to just be crashing on you throughout the day. So we don't want to sabotage yourself with the first thing going into your body. So it's, it's very important. A lot of times when we're dealing with things like anxiety, brain fog, right? We, we just need to start thinking about how can we balance our blood sugar and how can we get back to this normal way of eating? Because it's such a push-pull energy that it's going to help change some of these things. But I know you're going to have to, it's something you'll have to force and fight your way through. Just like a lot of things I'm going to talk about though throughout this show, um, because None of this stuff, when there are so many rewards programmed in, just like the reward, I mean, you get a lot more things done during the day when you're not eating, right? When you are able to override the hunger and not have to stop and break for food, there's a reward. You get to cross something else off that to-do list. And then comes the final reward at night where you get to overindulge and be a little out of control, that's actually very, very rewarding to our body and our brain at night. It's very calming. It's very relaxing for you to finally have a moment in your day where you didn't have to be all the things to everyone and be perfect and be on point. You can relax. There's huge rewards and benefits in all of these habits. So it's no wonder that they are very easy to form And then very, very hard to break. And so when you're thinking about how do I lose weight? How do I get in shape? And none of these points come up to you because you're thinking, I just need to lower my calorie intake. I just need to be more disciplined about going to the gym and things. You have to realize that these patterns you have built into your life, they have to be undone before you can move forward. And we're, we're going to talk about and get into all of those things. But let's go back to the signs and symptoms of burnout here. So number three is you're tired all day, but you can't sleep at night. So I know we're using things like coffee, energy drinks to override those, those sensations and feelings of hunger to not have to stop what you're doing and, and all the things you're getting done. But... We know you're exhausted, we know you're tired, and you're feeling that throughout the day. Now, what I want to urge you to do is is try to stop and eat before reaching for energy drinks and coffee because it is probably that tiredness and that exhaustion is a signal. It, it's your body telling you that we need something more, we need energy, or we need a nap, or we need rest. And, and there are other ways to do that besides just constantly pumping yourself full of of caffeine and and things that'll help you stay awake. The funny thing is, though, we get to the evening time and where you felt exhausted and you felt like all I wanted to do was lay down and sleep at night, you can't sleep anymore. We call it the wired but tired exhaustion. And your mind is racing, your brain is going, but 
your body, you know you couldn't do one more thing. It's not like, well, gosh, if I was awake all night, maybe now I could take the time to work out or you know, even get more on my list done. You're just done. We get stuck in this cycle again of just making going all the way through the night, off and on with our sleep, off and on, and then waking up tired and exhausted in the morning again. Number four, what I'm going to go into is our brain fog and poor memory, which is a very um, common symptom that I see in women going up into their 40s and beyond. And one of the reasons, like I'm talking about, is so much to do with very little time that you're off, that your brain is off, that you're able to relax, that you're not constantly processing and functioning or processing information and trying to make decisions and logistically figure things out for everybody else in your family, at your job, whatever's. As women, we don't compartmentalize well. We don't do one thing at a time. (laughs) And this is, it's a superpower, but it's also our kryptonite. We can't turn everything off while we do this one thing. So you could be at work and you're doing, doing your job, helping somebody else, working on deadlines, all the things, and you're also thinking about your kid's field trip coming up, a dentist appointment for your husband. All There's multiple things going through your minds, racing around, and you are, it's high functioning. Yes, it's amazing that we can do all these things. However, it never gives our brain a chance to relax and rest. And like I said, it's it's a superpower and it's a kryptonite. It's one of the reasons we have to take the time to relax. And I know, though, I know because I talked to many of you that say, I just can't relax. And that used to be me. And so what it can look like is also brain fog and really poor memory. You guys walk into rooms. I, <laughs> I know I do. I, well, I used to a lot more where you walk into a room and you're, you're on your way. You're on a mission to do something. And it could be something as simple as like go find a soccer uniform. And you totally space out and blank, you know, and you end up in your kid's room like, what the heck was I doing here? And you've totally lost your thought. You're just like, I've done it. I've just stood there going, what in the world am I doing? Tune in this and every Sunday at 8 p.m. to get your weekly dose of motivation with the Go Get Em Show. Emily Murphy, expert in health, weight loss, and hormones, empowers you to set goals and go after them. It's the Go Get Em Show, Sundays at 8 p.m., only on the Florida Man Radio Network.
black or 